The Lord is in his holy temple, let all the earth keep silence before him. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done. We have done those things which we ought not to have done. And there is no help in us. For thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life. For the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant, we beseech thee, merciful Lord, of thy faithful people, pardon and peace they may be cleansed from all of their sins and served with a quiet mind through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouths shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 102, beginning at the 15th of verse, and then Psalm 117. The nations shall fear thy name, O Lord, and all the kings of the earth thy majesty. When the Lord shall build up Zion, and when his glory shall appear. When he turneth him unto the prayer of the poor destitute, and despiseth not their desire. This shall be written for those that come after, and the people which shall be born shall praise the Lord. For he hath looked down from his sanctuary. Out of the heaven did the Lord behold the earth. That he might hear the mournings of such as are in captivity, and deliver them that are appointed unto death. That they may declare the name of the Lord in Zion, and his worship at Jerusalem. When the peoples are gathered together, and the kingdoms also to serve the Lord. He brought down my strength in my journey, and shortened my days. But I said, O oh my God, take me not away in the midst of mine age, as for thy years they endure throughout all generations. Thou, Lord, in the beginning hast laid the foundation of the earth, and the heavens are the work of thy hands. They shall perish, but thou shalt endure. They all shall wax old as a garment. And as a vesture shalt thou change them, and they shall be changed. But thou art the same, and thy years shall not fail. The children of thy servant shall continue, and their seed shall stand fast in thy sight. Psalm 117 Praise the Lord, all ye nations. Praise him, all ye peoples. For his merciful kindness is evermore and more towards us, and the truth of the Lord endureth forever. Praise Glory the Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. 
as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 49th chapter of the book of Isaiah. Listen, O coastlands, to me, and take heed, you peoples, from afar. The Lord has called me from the womb. From the matrix of my mother, he has made mention of my name. And he has made my mouth like a sharp sword. In the shadow of his hand he has hidden me, and made me a polished shaft. In his quiver he has hidden me. And he said to me, You are my servant, O Israel, in whom I will be glorified. Then I said, I have labored in vain. I have spent my strength for nothing and in vain. Yet surely my just reward is with the Lord, and my work with my God. And now the Lord says, who formed me from the womb to be his servant, to bring Jacob back to him, so that Israel is gathered to him. For I shall be glorious in the eyes of the Lord, and my God shall be my strength. Indeed, he says, it is too small a thing that you should be my servant, to raise up the tribes of Jacob, and to restore the preserved ones of Israel. I will also give you as a light to the Gentiles, that you should be my salvation to the ends of the earth. Here endeth the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. His mercy is on them that fear him, throughout all generations. They show strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud and the imagination of their hearts. He has put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath opened his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefather, Abraham, and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the fourth chapter of St. Paul's first epistle to the Corinthians. Let a man so consider us as servants of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. Moreover, it is required in stewards that one be found faithful. But with me it is a very small thing that I should be judged by you or by a human court. In fact, I do not even judge myself. For I know of nothing against myself, yet I am not justified by this, but he who judges me is the Lord. Therefore judge nothing before the time, until the Lord comes, who will both bring to light the hidden things of darkness, and reveal the counsels of the hearts. Then each one's praise will come from God. Now these things, brethren, I have figuratively transferred to myself and Apollos for your sakes, that you may learn in us not to think beyond what is written, that none of you may be puffed up on behalf of one against the other. For who makes you differ from another, and what do you have that you did not receive? Now if you did indeed receive it, why do you boast as if you had not received it? You are already full, you are already rich, you have reigned as kings without us, and indeed I could wish you did reign, that we also might reign with you. For I think that God has displayed us, the apostles, last as men, condemned to death, for we have been made a spectacle to the world, both to angels and to men. We are fools for Christ's sake, but you are wise in Christ. We are weak, but you are strong. You are distinguished, but we are dishonored. 
To the present hour we both hunger and thirst, and we are poorly clothed and beaten and homeless, and we labor, working with our own hands. Being reviled we bless, being persecuted we endure, being defamed we entreat. We have been made as the filth of the world, the offscouring of all things until now. I do not write these things to shame you, but as my beloved children I warn you. For though you might have ten thousand instructors in Christ, yet you do not have many fathers. For in Christ Jesus I have begotten you through the gospel. Therefore I urge you, imitate me. Here endeth the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation. Thou hast prepared before the face of all people to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified dead and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. We have peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, make clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty God, who didst give such grace unto thy holy apostle, St. Andrew, that he readily obeyed to the calling of thy Son, Jesus Christ, and followed him without delay. Grant unto us all that we, being called by thy holy word, may forthwith give up ourselves obediently to fulfill thy holy commandments through the same Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. For the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Evening, couple thoughts on tonight's lessons. Uh, tonight is the eve of St. Andrew's uh, Day, in which we celebrate the Apostle St. Andrew. It is um, a red day um, because St. Andrew was martyred, and as were most of the Apostles. 
So um, St. Andrew's Day usually, um, a lot of the time, will fall within Advent. And Advent is the uh, start of the new liturgical year. So the, the liturgical year ends um, this week and we start our brand new first day um, on Sunday um, for the very first day of Advent. And usually we'll get St. Andrew Day in Advent, but not always because St. Andrew's Day is a fixed day, November 30th, whereas the first day of Advent falls on the fourth Sunday before Christmas. Sometimes it's before and after St. Andrew's Day. Um, anyway, so we go through um, the list of the uh, the saint days again throughout the year, and um, we start with St. Andrew's, and then we end with um, we end with all saints. And St. Andrew um, traditionally has been known as the first apostle. He um, in in John's Gospel in the first chapter of John, it was uh, St. Andrew that that first was the first person to follow Jesus. So what happened was um, John the Baptist had uh, come to prepare the way for the Lord. And John the Baptist had a ministry where he preached um, baptism and repentance and a turning back to God, which was different than what was going on in Israel at the time where um, when one would sin, they would go to the temple with a sacrifice and would receive forgiveness. However, um, the people in charge of the temple, the religious um, authority and the, and the uh, Jewish elite um, were not letting people find grace and forgiveness. And so that was why John the Baptist ministry was so compelling is that, oh, there is a way to connect back to God. And, and so that's why many people would travel out into the wilderness to hear John the Baptist's message. And one of those people, two of those people were um, St. Andrew and his brother. And the purpose of St. John the Baptist was always to transfer his ministry and transfer the people that followed him to following Jesus. And so um, John the Baptist sees Jesus and he says, there is the Lamb of God. And immediately, St. Andrew recognizes God as the Christ, and St. Andrew tells Peter, we've found the Christ, and brings Peter to Jesus, and that's why we have the tradition that St. Andrew was the first um, apostle, and that's why in our collect it says that we obediently follow Christ's calling without delay. So when we look at tonight's lessons, we get um, some of this um, tradition that ties in with St. Andrew First off, we, we're looking at the Isaiah passage where we have um, an emphasis on calling, where uh, the Lord calls, it says, I've called you. And, and that, um, it goes into, I've called you to be um, my ministers in the world. You are the ones that are going to bring salvation to the world. It, people um, will find my salvation through the ministry of, of you. And uh, this is an image of the church, but it also connects with St. Andrew in that um, St. Andrew was called, and we um, as a church are called to minister and, and be God's presence in the world. And then turning to our uh, New Testament lesson, we get St. Paul talking about his position 
as an apostle. So St. Andrew was an apostle and St. Paul was an apostle. And all that means is an apostle is someone who has seen the risen Lord um, at some point. And St. Paul uh, goes in and talks about how, um, what it means to be an apostle. And he, and he talks about how, how difficult um, being an apostle is. He talks about how, um, you know, the apostle is reviled um, and the apostle goes through um, suffering and persecution. And uh, this is true because in the early church, it was the apostles who were given the ministry of spreading the word to the Gentiles. Um, also mentioned in our uh, Old Testament passage was that uh, an emphasis on bringing um, salvation to the Gentiles. And so it was the apostles' um, ministry was to to spread God's word and to uh, specifically the gospel and, and make people aware that they have access to God again. And um, and what they've done is they've put kind of a target on their back. It, it was um, not safe to be a Christian in the world at this time because of persecution. Many Christians were being killed and martyred, and um, especially the apostles, the leaders of the church. Um, were the biggest targets. If you're going to want to end a movement, you're going to want to take out the leaders of the movement rather than um, the, the lower level followers. And so um, St. Paul is talking about how his special position and his ministry comes with some dangers to it and some personal sacrifice to it. And um, all of the disciples except for St. John were martyred. And also St. Paul was martyred. And, and so these words do carry weight in that um, these men gave their lives so that we might have salvation. And this is a lesson for us. So if we're going to take away any lessons from these readings and St. Andrew's, um, Andrew's example, it is that um, we need to be aware and, and listen and um, be in tune with God when he calls us. And, and we do that through prayer. St. Andrew was a member of um, John the Baptist's community and um, was made ready to recognize the Lamb of God because he dedicated himself to repenting of sins and seeking toward God. And so that's something that we need to do as well. When we pray, we reorient our lives toward God and, and we're better able to access him and hear the call. And then something that St. That Andrew did also was he immediately obeyed God's word. And that's probably the harder part is, is we, we know uh, when we're being called, we know when God's telling us to do something, but the hesitation that we might have to actually follow through with that or the um, you know the attitude that we might have that kind of delays us is 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 something that that is is difficult. It's kind of hard and needs to be worked on that we obey God without delay as well, and um, and that when we do that we're following God, but it doesn't mean that we are safe from the suffering of the world like the apostles were not. Um, we will meet resistance and um, we will have to sacrifice um, part of ourselves and take up our own cross to follow Jesus. And that's what he's called us to do. And he gives us the, the strength to do it just as he has done with the apostles as well.
Just a couple of thoughts on tonight's lessons. Um, it's Wednesday. We will turn our attention to the, praying the litany for the church and evangelism. We uh, offer this litany for the church and evangelism this evening to the glory of God for all the prayers and intentions of those who are present. We ask that God would um, prepare our hearts for a fruitful advent, that God would uh, increase within our diocese uh, opportunities in mission and ministry and uh, strengthen and sustain the current um, current enterprises of mission and ministry going on right now. O God, the Father, creator of heaven and earth, have mercy upon us. O God, the Son, Redeemer of the world. Have mercy upon us. O God, the Holy Ghost, Sanctifier of the faithful. Have mercy upon us. O Holy, Blessed, and Glorious Trinity, one God. Have mercy upon us. We sinners do beseech thee to hear us, O Lord God, and that it may please thee to rule and govern thy holy church universal in the right way. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord that it may please thee so to rule the hearts of thy servants, the President of the United States, the Governor of this state, and all in authority, that they may above all things seek thy honor and glory. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord, that it may please thee to illuminate all bishops, priests, and deacons with true knowledge and understanding of thy word, and that both by their preaching and living they may set it forth and show it accordingly. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord, that it may please thee to send forth laborers into thy harvest. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to give to all thy people increase of grace, to hear meekly thy word and to receive it with pure affection, and to bring forth the fruits of the Spirit. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to comfort and relieve all those who are in ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate. Giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to forgive our enemies, persecutors, and slanderers, and to turn their hearts. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to give us true repentance. To forgive us all our sins, negligences, and ignorances, and to endue us the grace of thy Holy Spirit. To amend our lives according to thy holy word. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to have mercy on the faithful departed. Granting them an entrance into the land of light and joy in the fellowship of thy saints. We beseech us, good Lord. We sinners do beseech thee to hear us, O Lord God, and that it may please thee to fill us with the gifts of the Holy Spirit for the work of ministering the building up of the body of Christ. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord, that it may please thee to give us power through the Holy Spirit to be thy witnesses in word and deed in our homes, work, and leisure. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord, 
that it may please you to convert hearts through our ministry and add continually to our number those who are being saved. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please you to bless our ministry of word and sacrament, opening minds to understand the scriptures and making thyself known in the breaking of the bread. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please you to make us ready always to give an answer to anyone who asks the reason for the hope that is within us. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please you to put it into our hearts to seek out and find thy lost sheep and bring them back into thy fold. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please you to fill us with such love for one another that all may perceive in our midst the presence of Christ and be drawn into his holy fellowship and service. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. Almighty and everlasting God, who didst endue thy church with power from on high on the day of Pentecost, for the Holy Spirit upon our diocese and the parishes and communities our diocese is working with, and grant unto us all things that are needful for our spiritual welfare, enlighten and guide our clergy and lay workers, strengthen and increase the faithful, visit and relieve the sick, turn and soften the wicked, rouse the negligent and careless, recover the fallen, restore the penitent, remove all hindrances to the advancement of thy truth, Bring all to be of one heart and mind within the fold of thy holy church, the honor and glory of thy name, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you, Barb and Rochelle, for responding and reading tonight. Thank you all for being here. Have a great and wonderful Wednesday evening. Thank you, Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Have a great message. Yeah, have a good night, everyone.